This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins Sr. Today's message is entitled, The Secrets for Discovering Destiny. Everyone has the opportunity to serve. You must pick up the mantle of servanthood to assist in discovering your destiny. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. Beginning of verse 24 of Luke 22, hold your Bibles open to that. We're going to be dissecting several verses here for a few moments today. It says that now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Hallelujah. I, uh, I want to title this message, The Secrets to Discovering Your Destiny. I want to talk about the secrets for discovering your destiny. This happens to be a question that a lot of people have. Well, what did, why am I here? What is my purpose? What is it that God has for me? And how am I able to discover it? Uh, what does it take for me to discover why God created me? Everybody has a purpose and an assignment to life. And so many people, especially young people, are struggling with the essence of discovering and knowing what their destiny is. The truth of the matter is, let me just tell you right out the, outback, right out the, out, right out the front of this message that the secret to discovering your destiny is being a servant. Right? Let me just, just bam, pull my gun right out, out of the beginning and shoot the gun. And tell you right out the out front that the secret is being a servant. That's the one question that, uh, that's the answer to the question that people don't want to hear and don't want to engage in and don't want to, to, to wrestle with. But let me just give it to you right at the out front. Now, let me, let me take a moment and, and just lay a couple of illustrations here today. Let me talk about uh, in January of this year, 2021, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. That's my, my oldest son's favorite team. He was so excited. It was a unique Super Bowl because it pitted last year's Super Bowl winning team, the Kansas City Chiefs, against this Tampa Bay Buccaneer team. What was unique about it is that uh, on the Tampa Bay team was the starting quarterback, Tom Brady, who had been to nine previous Super Bowls and won six of them. He had been to nine previous Super Bowls and won six. This was his 10th attempt, and his hope was to win his seventh Super Bowl. The reason it was unique is because the debate was which one of the quarterbacks was going to be the greatest. Was it going to be the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahone, or was it going to be Tom Brady? 
As a matter of fact, the debate and the argument has been, is Tom Brady the greatest of all time? Is he the greatest quarterback in NFL history? That was a great question. And I, and I, I, I suppose that there are many people who have concluded that in all of the history of the NFL, he probably is the greatest quarterback of all time. But I wonder what Jesus' assessment, what he assess him as being great. In 1947, April the 15th to be exact, a very significant event occurred. 1947, April 15th. It was a game-changing event. It was life-changing, society-changing. It changed... The, 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 the climate of sports forever. It was considered by many to be one of the greatest days in sports history. What happened on that day? It was the day that a young African-American baseball player named Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier and became the first African-American to play in the major league, to play on the major league baseball team. Was that considered great? Jesus answers his question about greatness right here in Luke 22. While many people ascribe a lot of elements to what makes a person great, Jesus says, let me tell everyone that there is a manner and a way that you all can be great. You don't have to be a great sports star. You don't have to be the best at your job or your career. He says, everybody has an opportunity to be great. And what he's telling us is you can be great when you pick up the mantle of servanthood and decide to be a servant to other people. I ain't getting no help up in here. I, I didn't expect that. Y'all too late now. Y'all too late coming in now. It's okay. It's okay. I, I hear the angels telling me to go on and preach. I, I didn't expect nobody to jump up and shout. Nobody's going to run around the building on this settlement. Nobody's going to dance in their living room or nobody's going to raise their hands and give God the praise because nobody is anxious or excited about being a servant. The fact of the matter is, if you want to find your destiny and you want to be everything that God wants you to be, you got to pick up the mantle of servanthood. This is, in fact, what Jesus is saying to the disciples. He's telling them, don't fight over, over uh, the, the seat at the table. Don't, don't fight over being in the front of the line. Don't push others back so you can be first. He says, the mentality of the kingdom. He says, in my kingdom. Let me tell you something. I don't really care about having a great name on this earth, in this planet, in my culture. That's not... That's not what excites me. What excites me is that when I hear the master say, well done, good and faithful servant, and I become great in his kingdom, that's what's great to me to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. As a matter of fact, there are a number of people throughout the scriptures who have found themselves achieving and doing great things. David served the king that tried to kill him and, his and, his, and he served his nation. He killed Goliath, he killed a lion and a bear, he spent time uh, on the run even after the king tried to ki kill him, but he eventually became king. God, the Bible says nobody had a heart like David, he was a great man. Yeah. Elijah honored God by challenging the nation to, to return to God. He's, he was a servant, he performed 16 miracles during his lifetime. He confronted King Ahab for his wicked ways and God used him 
to demonstrate his power to an unbelieving nation. He, matter of fact, God used him to stop it from raining and raise the widow's son back to life. Elijah was a great person because he served the people of God. His, sub, his, his servant, Elisha, served uh, uh, when he had an opportunity. He performed 32 miracles helping other people. He purified bitter waters. He guided a widow to pay off her debt supernaturally. He raised a dead child back to life. He, he sacrificed his life to serve others. Peter served the church and he found his assignment. He found his destiny. What I'm trying to tell you is you will find your destiny. You will find your assignment when you pick up the mantle of servanthood. When you pick up the mantle to try to help other people, put yourself in the background. Put yourself secondary. Stop making it all about you. It ain't, it ain't all about you. Don't make it all about you. Be a servant. So this is what Jesus is saying to them. And he tells them, number one, here's what I want to tell you. I just got three quick points for you today. He says, number one, let me tell you what it is. He says, he says, your destiny is exposed when you serve others. Your destiny gets exposed when you serve others. When you put it on your mantle, on your mandate, put it in your life, the mindset to say, I'm going to serve other people. And I'm going to care for other people. I'm going to put myself secondary. Then your, your destiny gets manifested. Here's verse 20, 26 and 27 when, when uh, Jesus is talking. Uh, he says, talking, responding to the disciples' debate and argument about who's the greatest. Matter of fact, let me talk about this for just a moment. It says in verse number 24, Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. They're arguing and bickering about who is the greatest among them. And what I've said on many occasions, they, what they're arguing about is who's really going to take Jesus' place when he's gone. Who's going to be the lead and the head of this multi-million ministry, multi-million dollar ministry? Who's going to be the next leader? Who's going to be the next uh, president? Who's going to be the next pastor? Who's going to step in and lead this conglomerate of thousands of people following him? That's really what the debate is about. But Jesus said to them, verse 25, he said, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. He said, there's a process that the world has that makes you great. But he says in verse number 26, but verse 26, but not so among you. The world says to be great, you push yourself in front of everybody else and make everybody else serve you. But Jesus says, in my kingdom, but not so among you. Go on and preach, Pastor Jenkins. I'm doing the best that I can. He who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he who governs is he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table, yet I am among you as the one who serves. I love the way Jesus responds to this because what he is saying to you and I today, here's the essence of what he is, he is preaching and declaring. It says, that's what the world does, but my kingdom is different from the way the world operates. Get this in your, we need to get this in our heart and in our minds. Let's look for opportunities, look for situations, look for 
an opportunity to say, it ain't about me. It's not about satisfying me. It's about serving. Uh, we, 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 we can get a whole lot of people who want to lead the song, lead the choir in singing, but we can't get nobody to go out in the parking lot and be a, uh, and be a, a, a parking lot attendant when it's raining outside. Y'all ain't helping nobody right here. We, 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 we can get a whole lot of people to, to be seen. I can get anybody to come preach, but I can't get anybody to drive the bus to pick up, go and pick up people. I got to find and beg for people to come. I can't get a whole lot of service. Go on and preach, Pastor Jenkins. I'm doing the best I can. Jesus says, I, I, I'm modeling for you, he says. He says, he says. he says, I'm one who serves. He says, I am the example for you of what, a, what, what what's, what's the greatest is. He says, he, 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 and y'all do know Jesus is God wrapped up in human form. You do know that he was there in the beginning. You do know, you do know that Jesus is the one that has the power to give you life or take away your life. He's the one that can heal you when you're sick. He's the one who's a miracle working God. And he says, I'm modeling for you and I'm showing you what the essence of what greatness is. Greatness is when you push your in the background and you serve we don't get a lot of people who are standing in the in the line to serve there's a handful of people who says I'll serve pastor I'll, I'll, I'll push myself in the background I'll join the service ministry I don't have to be seen or recognized he says I, and, 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 and hear what I hear Jesus is saying is that your destiny is exposed it, it gets manifested. You'll discover why I created you and what your assignment is when you fall in the place of being one who serves. The fact of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, he says in verse number 29, and, and I, I love verse 29. Every time I get an opportunity to preach from verse 29, I like talking about verse 29 because verse 29 is anointed. Somebody say, it's anointed. He says, he says, and... And, and I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my father bestowed one upon me. I love that. He says, he says, I bestow. That's a key word right there. And, and here's what he's saying. I bestow upon you. I make a deposit upon you. This is the second point, actually, is that your destiny has been deposited. It's been a deposit put in you. There's been a bestowing given to you. There's been, there's been something that God has put on you and in you uh, for you to be able to reach your destiny. He says, I bestow. I love that. It's an appointment. It's conferred. It's granted. It is, he, he has smeared you. He has, he has anointed you. He has put something down in you. And the reason I get excited about this, because I know that when God puts something, when God puts something in you, when Jesus puts something in you, can't no human being take it away. Can't nobody stop you. They can't, they can talk about you. They can be critical of you. They can fault you. They can lie on you. They can say all man of evil against you. But I get excited that when the master bestows something upon you, nobody can take it away. I like that. I like that. He says, I have, I have bestowed, I have put it in you. Y'all get that. And it gets, it gets exposed and manifested in you 
when you serve. You want to know what, if you don't know what your destiny or what your assignment is, if you are still wandering around trying to figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing, I, my assignment is to tell you the reason you don't know is because you haven't found an area to serve. And matter of fact, y'all want to find stuff to serve that you like. <laughs> you want to you wanna serve in areas where you liked it at. You liked it at. You, you want to find something that you enjoy. I'm telling you, find a need. Find something that bothers you. Find something you may not enjoy it, but find where there is a need and go and serve in that need and your destiny will be exposed. I want to thank the five amens that I got on that very profound point. But my point today is, is when you serve, it's bestowed upon you. Boy, that's so powerful. That's, uh, I, I love to say that God has put that gift in you, that assignment in you, that destiny. And what I'm excited about is nobody can take it away. But hold up, hold up. Not, not only did he, not only will he expose you to it, not only will he deposit it in you, but here's my third point and my final point, and I'm, I'll let you go. I won't keep you long. I, I'm going to let you go early today. Amen. I'm going to let you go early. Even though I feel like preaching for the rest of the day, this is one of my favorite passages of scripture. If I had one, I don't have a single passage, but I love this passage here today because it speaks to all of us. Everybody needs to know that 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 you're, you're, you got to serve others and everybody needs to know that God has made a deposit in you. But here's the other thing he says in verse number uh, 29. He says, I bestow upon you a kingdom. Just as my father bestowed one upon me. In the same way Jesus said that my father put an assignment on me, I'm going to put an assignment on you. And he calls it a kingdom. Somebody say it's called a kingdom. That's, that means a, 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 a realm. It means a, a realm. It means a, a uh, 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 let's see, uh, a place to rule, a place that's yours. It means you have, here's how I, I'm, I'm, I'm labeling it. I'm labeling it, labeling it that you, you have a distinct destiny, a distinct destiny. Your, your, your destiny is distinct. It, here's what that means. It's something that is specifically tailored to you, specifically uh, assigned based on your giftings, based on your personality, based on how God made you and created you and uh, uh, the environment you were raised in and that it shaped you, it's distinctly yours. And, and, and his, what I love about it is when God has done this and he gives you your distinct destiny, I, what I like to say, I've said this before, let me say it again, he puts you in your own zone. <laughs> uh, you, you get your own zone. You, you got a zone, I got a zone, all of God's children got a zone. And when I get in my zone, can't nobody be me, like me, as well as me, when I get in my zone. Now look, when you get in your zone, you don't need to try to be like nobody else. You don't have to replicate nobody, try to sing like nobody, try to preach like nobody. Just be who God made you to be. Be in your zone. I got my zone. I, I got my zone. And right now, my zone is the First Baptist Church of Glenarm. I am the pastor of the First Baptist Church. Can't nobody be a better pastor of the First Baptist Church of Glenarm right now 
than John K. Jenkins Sr. That's, I'm in my zone. I'm, I'm flowing in my zone. I'm operating in my zone. I'm working in my zone. I'm flowing in my zone. I'm happy in my zone. I'm fulfilling my destiny in my zone. You got a zone and I got a zone. I don't have to try to be like nobody else. You know, there was a time in my life before I learned how to serve, I was always trying to be like somebody else. I, I'd be watching preachers and, and see them do something, then I'd try to do it. I'd be grabbing my ear, uh, trying to hoop and holler, uh, be practicing. I'd be in the shower practicing. Uh, but, but that wasn't me. That I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, it. It didn't flow. It didn't, it didn't work for me because that's not my, what I, that wasn't what, how God created me. But when I started serving, I found my zone. <laughs> Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. It got manifested. All I'm trying to tell you today is uh, you don't need to compete with nobody. You don't need to try to challenge nobody. You don't need to push nobody else down. You don't have to walk over nobody, lie on nobody. You don't have to uh, degrade nobody else. See, a lot of people who degrade other people are degrading other people because they haven't figured out or learned what their own zone is. I ain't jealous of your zone. I want you to get in your zone. I don't want your zone. I don't want to be in your zone. I don't want to do what you do. I just want to be me. Now, I need to ask a question today because there's a whole lot of saints today who haven't figured out what their zone is yet. And, 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 and Jesus wants you to know uh, the secret to you discovering your zone is being a servant. You know what I love about the First Baptist Church of Glenarm is we have a multiplicity of opportunities of you to help you serve corporately. We got a lot of opportunities for you to connect with 120 plus ministries. Uh, we got more than 120. We got 120 ministries, but we got other committees that don't even qualify as a, as a ministry. We got multiple opportunities for you to, to serve. And my challenge to you, I need to ask a question. Are you serving? And where are you serving? Are you sacrificing? Are you giving? Hold up. Hold, hold up. If you get paid for it, you ain't serving. Let me put that on the table real quick. Y'all better hear that. If you're getting paid, that's not serving. Being paid ain't serving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about above your pay, with something that you do outside of your pay, your pay grade. Amen. Amen. Y'all, y'all, I'm talking about you doing something whether you would get paid for it or not. So if you get, if you get paid for something at First Baptist, if we stop paying you, you probably wouldn't show up no more. And as quiet as it as quiet as it is kept, don't y'all tell nobody this. If First Baptist Church would not stop paying me, I would still be the pastor. Amen. Shh, don't tell nobody that. Because it's my destiny. This is what God called me to do. I just happen to be in the place where they do pay me. Hey, glory to God Amen. for me to do my job. My my question today, my challenge to you today. Is where are you serving? What are you doing outside of your paycheck? What are you doing outside of your job? What are you doing to serve the body, serve the community, serve others? What are you doing to serve others? Hallelujah. Let me let you think about that for just a moment. 
Let me let you think about that for just a moment. God has called you and I to be servants, and, and you don't have to be insecure about whatever's going on. You got a zone. I got a zone. All of God's children got a zone. All of God's children got a zone. And you got a zone, and God wants you to find what your zone is. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. Follow the guidance the Lord has given us to be a servant. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org slash give to donate. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.